Hello, my name is Simon, and I'm a PI. Uh, the cases I take are in a place, uh, okay, I can fix this here. Well, it's a place you've never been. Now, I don't know if any of that, this may not make sense to you right now. We're just making some notes here. But I'm, I'm here to tell you the stories of uh, the cases I take. Uh, you know, because I'm living in a place where I, I, I'm supposed to be able to do whatever I want where I am, and I want to be a PI. I want to tell PI stories, detective stories. PI, I think detective. I think I'm a detective. Uh, I detect things. I detect answers. I detect clues. So, to, uh, so tonight I'm going to start out telling you a story. I'm sending it. I'm sending it across. Uh, well, you don't need to know all the details just now, but this is my first story, and it's called The Case of the Mi Mi Missing Buttons. I think that's what I'm going to call it. It started a, a day uh, just like any day, uh, any other day of the week, but daytime, similar to what you have on Earth, uh, daytime, in the sky, just like the sky you would see filled with brilliant blues, pinks and oranges at the dawning of the day. Uh, but there were some buttons missing. Okay, I didn't totally flush this out. There are buttons for, this is what I'm thinking. Uh, I guess this will be my first pitch. There are buttons for some rides, I'm thinking. And the buttons went missing one day. That's right. There's this park where kids go on rides. Okay. I have the idea for the story. I'm trying to figure out the structure. I never told these stories when I was on Earth uh, during my years as a person. So let me just uh, let me just flush this out. Maybe I'll record it and listen back to it. Uh, I guess these are notes, though. Like the ride buttons are missing for like a little theme park for kids uh, up here. I don't know. Is that the best setting? I, I didn't think about that. Is the best setting up here? And I said, well, geez, what, what, did they paint over the buttons? Did a competitor take them? Did, did, did some kid try to repurpose the buttons? Uh, was the kids too loud? Is that why they, like the rides? Like this would be the solution to the mystery. What is it, a case of getting back? Was it someone that thought the buttons were worth something? Then I guess it wouldn't be placed here. Bad, bad memories of rides. Is this tougher than I thought? I, 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 I thought I would be able to wing it. Uh, the buttons are lost. Uh, did someone borrow the buttons, uh, use it as a surprise gift? Uh, uh, did they need it? Was it a forgetful ride operator that turned them in to be repaired? Was someone using it for a better purpose than rides? They said, well, I need these buttons to make something more, you know, more, more greater than that. Uh, did they bring them to earth? Did they just use it for a doorbell? Uh, that's, so that, let's see what else I've got here. Uh, oh, then, uh, so this will be like laying out the case. They said, okay, the first person we'd look into would be the ride operator who seems forgetful. That would be our first character. Uh, then we would look into Doris. I named, I didn't name the forgetful ride operator, but a former employee named Doris. Uh, then a competitor. And then maybe the missing buttons would be at the competitor's ride. 
but maybe I should introduce myself, you know, because if I, uh, if these take, maybe this will be so influential in the new, no, I, I can't find any mysteries that are written here is the thing. Because I didn't write any mysteries back when I'm on my day during my, like, uh, that's my life stage, earth life stage. I think recording it and listening to it. So, so you probably figured out where I am. It doesn't really matter. And, uh, cause I don't know if you're, you know, if you're listening to this, unless he's got a put on earth, which could happen. I mean, I could be reincarnated. I wonder if I could be reincarnated with these recordings. I don't think I've heard of that happening. Uh, but w- I, it's more about where I want to take you. I want to take you on the journey of mysteries, uh, mystery solver. You know, much like uh, the greats, Sherlock Holmes, Encyclopedia Brown, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy, and the mystery team, uh, Fred, uh, Daphne, Wilma. Or Velma, I always get Velma and Wilma mixed up, I think I, uh, but, uh, where, yeah, I guess I should fill you in, you, you, you know, I mean, I live in the, I live on the big farm, like they tell you, they went to the big farm in the sky, that's where I am, the big farm in the sky, it's partially true, uh, like, you, your brain wouldn't be able, the human mind wouldn't be able to grasp it, but it's partially true, we're not really in your sky, I guess the big farm part actually is pretty true, depending on how you define a farm. It's also a bit different for everybody, but that's where I am. I'm uh, up on the big farm, and this is really a place for. I, I, I don't know if I, I'm. I'm just learning about things up here. I've, I've kept to myself mostly, so for me, it's kind of like a big farm, minus the animals, and the. I mean, I've met some people while I've been here. But yeah, I've kind of kept it like, so I don't really know much, like, I guess maybe just because I, like, they say, well, it's different everywhere, neighbor. And I say, well, I didn't, but you get to restart things here. I guess it's like a second or third chance or, uh, there was an orientation. I don't know if you saw that, uh, Albert Brooks movie. It wasn't exactly like that. Because uh, that was more about getting in, and I don't want to talk about that part because I did. Like, I, but but it was like more foggy. I said, why did you? Why would they give an orientation? And it doesn't. Uh, uh, but I think that's part of the like. Uh, like I said, well, I've been sitting around a lot, and I said, well, in the I can't tell everything. I can't can't just in case this is an Earthling listening to it, a regular. Regular human, I don't know what to call you. But I, you know, I don't know if you know who Magnum P.I. is, uh, Tom Selleck, uh, uh, another hero of mine, and old radio shows. This one, I don't think I'll do a radio show, even though I'm recording this. Uh, you know, Big Farm's not that different, from, at least where I am, than where you are. You just walk on, you do, I do walk on clouds sometimes, but I don't, I think it's more like a cloud, like a, I don't really know. I've, I've, I've really just stayed, stayed, stayed as close to home as I could to try to make it feel like home. Because I kind of, I'm kind of a little homesick too. Though we'll get it, but let's talk, let's focus. Like, because you do have to meet with someone, and she says, "Well, now, Simon, uh, what are you doing uh, with all your time?" 
because you got a lot of it now. And isn't there anything you've wanted to do that you've been waiting on? But they know the answer. Like, uh, they know the answer. They want you to find the answer, though. So I said, well, uh, I'm fine. I'm doing fine. And I said, well, so, you know, we want you to be doing great. Uh, what about these uh, the private eye? What about your, do you, do, do you have any desire to make, become the next Dick Tracy? And I said, you know, I said, not Dick Tracy, but I said, well, why don't you uh, start to work on that? You know, you realize there's nothing to fear here. This is my now my fear has been less here. I decided, anyway, he said, well, it takes some getting used to. So take your time. Uh, but then I said, okay, well, maybe I will think about writing it like, uh, and I got back to my, my, my cabin in the big farm or the big far, lake farm. And there was a Cam Jansen book there. Never read any of this Cam Jansen because it's for kids uh, or tweens. I don't know. And I started to do some research on because uh, I, I like I don't want to use the H word like because uh, I don't know if that's where I am. I know I'm no longer where you are. And it's not like I got picked up by some ship and they said, "Hey, buddy, hop in. We're going to another world." But I know I left that world. Corporal, a corporal, whatever they call that thing. My body's here, but it's different. And I do feel better. I do feel, but I don't know if this is exactly what they taught me back at school. Uh, but it seems pretty nice. Uh, but I get the sense and I actually have the desire to try. Uh, like this, uh, maybe it, like she said, it's less fear. But, I, you know, I still feel a little nervous because I don't know what I'm doing. And I know I want to, it doesn't have to be perfect or good. But I want to tell these stories, these detective stories. I want to be on the case. Now, thus far, I haven't seen really anything. That's why I was thinking about these missing buttons at the rides. Because up here, it seems like uh, less drama, probably. You know, whether I'm in the big H, the big farm in the big H, E-A-H-E-A-V-A, you know, I don't think I'm not, I don't think I'm in another place like uh, that, uh, and there's stuff going on. Not that I, I you know, I wasn't perfect, but I said, I, I, I said that, uh, and from what I heard, you say, well, she's, I messed up. I, I've done, a, you know, I've, I'm not perfect. I'm sorry. I said, sorry a few times. So I don't want to fixate on that because it's, so I've been doing some research is what I'm here to tell you. And I read a few things. It's like the structure's a little different. These, you say, why are you? That's what my counselor. She said, uh, "Well, maybe it makes you want to write these stories if you didn't read any." When, and I said, "I don't know. I, I I'm familiar with them. I like how tricky they are, and I'd like to inhabit that. I'd like to be a PI, you know." And, and she said, well, we don't have a lot of cases here. And I said, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm going to write it. So one thing I read talked about, this is, believe it or not, we get like, uh, don't, don't let anybody know, but we still have, your internet's still pretty good up here. A little bit better. Uh, but it's really tough to beat your internet up here. So stay, act one, you set the stage. This, this thing says, 
then you have your first mis mis mistake or is made misdeed. I put so that starts looking at you know where you'd investigate. Is uh, in Act Two, you could do this by procedure, uh, and you go through who you think you know who you think you suspect is in uh, behind the missing buttons. We'll use the missing button case for now. But the hero's still reacting to these things. You know, the hero's saying, well, what do I do? What do I do? I don't know where I read this. Uh, then there's usually a second. This is pretty common. And then there's a second thing that happens. Misdeed. Which usually you say, oh, it wasn't who I thought it was. Because of the second thing clears that right up. Then the detective or the PI, depending on my, you know, who I decide to be. He gets outsmarted or fails, and, you know, that, like, is a setback or a failure. So then in the third act, uh, you start to investigate more by insights, and then the uh, antagonist starts reacting. Then there's, like, a reversal or a third, like, a third thing or another antagonist maybe. Uh, with the hero who would be the detective or, or someone else, uh, they usually thwart that. And then in Act 4, it's all is revealed. So that's one model. This is another one, Ordinary World. In this case, in the case of the missing button that I didn't figure out, missing buttons, it's a world here in the, near the big farm I think it was a few, you know, I wonder what are the, which of these things are generated and which exist, uh, because it was like a fireman's field days, which is like a, like a little miniature carnival or a little smaller than a county fair. Uh, I went to one that was called a Tarheada, I think, uh, a little bit like that, uh, with rides and things, but this was more of a permanent one for the children to enjoy, and they were enjoying it. Uh, and that gave me the idea. Of, I said, if those things didn't have buttons, they wouldn't work. That's what I said to the person working it. And you know, this right in the back in Earth, they'd say blah blah blah, but here they just smile and they pat you. I mean, I tell you, up here they probably don't even need the buttons. It's mystical energy, probably based on what I'm believing and needing. So it's an ordinary world, not too ordinary, but friggin', you know, use your imagination and imagine it is uh ordinary world, rides with kids having fun with buttons. Then they have the inciting incidents. The next day, uh, the manager and the ride operators and the kids get there and there's no buttons. So the rides don't work and they say, well, we can't make the rides work because the buttons are gone. Who could, who would take you? Who could, who would stoop to take some buttons from us? Who could it be? Could it be you? Could it be you? And then everyone says, "No, no, I'm here for work. I'm here to work the but. I'm here to press the buttons." And the kids would say, "I'm here to ride the rides. I'm not here to press any button. You know, you don't have any spare buttons. Uh, no, no, no. The spare buttons are gone too. More buttons." You don't, the, the buttons are all on, all the buttons. Rides are useless till we get the buttons back. You know, they're, uh, there's something intertwined in them. That's why they work. You know, they got button juice. And that's when I'm walking by Simon. I think that's what I go by. My hands are in my pocket. I'm out for a stroll. 
And I see a kid with tears in his eyes walking away. He's not got any cotton candy. He's not got any balloons. Those buttons don't work either, by the way, if you're about to ask that question. And uh, I say, hey, kid, what's with this, the frowny face and the teary eyes? I thought we didn't have that up here. Well, the buttons are all gone. And I say, what do you mean? I don't even understand. don't make any sense. You know, buttons don't just get up and grow feet and walk away. Huh, interesting. Then I walk over there. That's my call to adventure, the tears of a child. It, or it, was more, it wasn't the tears, really. I said, well, where's the cotton candy? You leave there without a cotton candy or a balloon, and you're up here. I mean, usually even down there, you say, buy me some freaking cotton candy already. So that's my call to adventure. Uh, then you enter the world of uh, investigation, according to this thing. It's when you cross the threshold. I think we're in Campbell's world a bit. And you start saying, huh, what's up with this? What's up with that? Uh, you know, who took the buttons? Is this an inside job? You know, is this a slated for development? Or uh, do you have a competitor? Were your buttons more advanced? You know, you say, hey, buddy, you're chewing a lot of gum. You got yourself a gum habit uh, that you just sold the buttons to cover? Uh, so start to investigate, and then there's tests and there's trials. Uh, I think that's what they said in that other thing. You know, you got, uh, you're reacting. Maybe I follow a trail of buttons, uh, or maybe I, I go down to the town. I say, hey, anybody got an obsession? Is there any button collectors? I say, well, there's one town over. There's a button festival. Then I go there. I find out it's buttons for shirts and clothes and things. But maybe I, maybe I should be, I'm glad I'm recording this. And then I find out, well, no, but then I see, you know, something mysterious happens. And someone says, well, I remember we used to have a mini donut machine here, but the button went missing, you know, last month. And then it looks like I'm on the case. Then I got some stronger suspects. They say, well, who was working? Is it the same person that they have? Were they in the cotton candy? And they say, actually, yeah, they run the cotton candy stand over at that ride thing. Uh, just one town over. Well, I just moved. It moved here. Oh, please meet you. Did you get a welcome? Pa-? You know, I say, no, nobody. I'm on a case here. What kind of case? A case of the missing buttons is the case I'm on. What do, what do you, uh, you, got, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that, then I, you know, so then I follow that lead. Look, starts to look better and better the more I look into it. It's the cotton candy person. I follow them. I realize that, uh, that I don't, I don't know that, that, that I guess that part's missing, but they're up to, it seems like they're up to no good. But right when I think I'm going to catch them, I realize I've been misdirected and they're not, they're, you know, they're just an innocent, uh, you know, suffering loss of buttons, too, in their own special way. And so, uh, see, there's something missing about this. I, I can't figure it out, uh, all these things. But that's like a false success. Uh, like, I almost won, and then I, I didn't. And then maybe the antagonist leaves me something to say, ha, ha, ha. Or then all the buttons at the button festival, probably that. Like, I gather everybody at the edge. I'm about to bust the, uh, 
And they say, when I bust this, it's free donuts for everybody. Believe me, I'll get that donut machine working five more minutes. I'm on the case. We'll have cotton candy donuts like one of those fancy donut places back on Earth they had. Everybody loves donuts. Whatever afterlife you're in, probably. I don't know. This is the only one I've been in, the one I, you know, when I was raised with. You know, that kind of like it. I don't even get it. So that's a bit of an ordeal, I think, Jake Joseph Campbell would say. That JC, not the other JC. So it looks like the case is closed. Uh, but if you're like, uh, oh, I guess this is, this is all playing out. And then I realize I'm not right. That's when I find out all the buttons are gone from the button festival. I was distracting everybody. Uh, suspect, you know, something's not right. Then there's a bit of a setback. Maybe everybody's mad at me then, too. Maybe they even think I'm in cahoots, uh, and they want to run me out of town, so all is lost. That's how it feels, uh, and then I feel down. That's how I probably would feel. I put my hand, and I say, what am I doing here? I'm not supposed to, should have never tried to, this is how I felt when I was trying to write that button story sometimes. That's where I wonder where I really am, or if this place really is like a dream, but I know I'm not dreaming. Uh, you can fall asleep here. They send somebody over to tell you bedtime stories up here, uh, where we're at. So that's handy. And, uh, you know, he did, you like, uh, he's like that guy back on Earth, but different, you know, more, more, uh, glowing. He's got to glow to him. So then you got to go on instinct. You say, wait a second, who did I tell? Who didn't want free donuts? And you say, okay, well, I remember that one person. When I said free donuts for everybody, they didn't cheer. And when I was like uh, saying, well, well, can't we just make it cotton candy by hand? And everybody cheered. Uh, then they frowned because you can't. Uh, and then I said, can't we make cotton candy with mystical non-button energy? That was, so then I say, who was that that didn't make, see, I'm getting, I'm putting the string together, but I don't quite got it. That's our, then my instinct kicks in. I don't know, I feel like I'm missing something here. But then there's the reveal, you know, then you have, you follow your instinct and then you catch, you catch the person you're looking for. And then you reveal how you discovered it uh, afterwards, normally, I think is what I've been hearing. Another way to go is this six events thing. Act one, you got the thing that goes wrong, missing buttons, uh, or something to open it up, uh, and maybe you start to meet the things. Then you have the misdeed number one. That's the inciting incidents. Then act two, you meet the detective and the suspects, I guess. I'm led astray by red herrings, like a button festival. So I guess this one we're applying to it, huh? Uh, then the antagonist uh, appears, uh, uh, maybe the antagonist is there, but I don't know it. Uh, like, uh, they're tricking me. Kind of like the other one, I'm reacting. Then towards the end of Act 2, maybe, there's the second thing. How many events is that? I don't know. Uh, then you get some new info from that. Uh, so the second case of the missing buttons would have been the button fest, which are different buttons. But it still wouldn't give me a clue. So then I think I'm on the right track. And then the case is solved, I think. Uh, 
and like I said, I start to try to catch the uh, antagonist. Uh, so I would have been sure after that, but after buttons went missing from the button festival, and I figured out that the cotton candy and donut purveyor wasn't the one that did it, then I would have trusted my gut and said, who would steal these buttons uh, when they don't even have anything to do with one another? I think in this case it would probably be my counselor because I'd get there and she'd be smiling. And then, I mean, up here, this is what would happen. That's the other trouble with these stories. Not a lot of conflict up here. I may have to sniff it out. I mean, I don't know if I'm getting ripped off, but I feel like most of the conflict still I got is in, in the inside up here. Uh, and why not? This, these stories should just, I thought they'd just come together, but they're not. Uh, Nothing's easy, nothing's easy, even in the big farm, I guess, apparently. But I guess in Act 4, according to the six-event structure, that's when you catch the antagonist, you reveal uh, everything, and you lay out your case, how you did it, how you solved it, and all that tied up nice and neat and in a bow. Uh, and in this case, I guess that, that really is what happened. That's why I said I can't write this uh why is everybody hugging me? And they said, great job on the button case. You figured out it was your counselor. And I said, because they followed a trail of buttons. I said, I'm supposed to follow my guts. And she said, well, you're learning. Uh, this is what they don't tell you. She's trying to explain to me. It's taking me, like, there's a, there's a transition. You got transition up here. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm Earth, I mean, like, and then, oh, I'm a, I'm an angel. I guess it doesn't happen like that. Uh, which makes sense, you know, everything is organic, maybe. Yeah, but I'm not, I don't know, I don't understand that. Is it, it, anybody in this, is, can you be spiritually organic? I don't know. I just know that, uh, she said, well, you got to transition to this new lifestyle. I said, what does that mean? He said, I thought I could just, you know, have some ice cream and, you know, be a mystery, right? You know, be, be. And most of the time they just laugh at those things. But a kind, kind laughter that puts me at ease. Uh, like, so I, I don't feel like embarrassed that I'm confused. Doesn't clear up my confusion, though. But she said, don't worry, one day you'll feel like I do. Just uh, amused uh, and compassionate and full of empathy. And then she said, go home and read it at Cam Jansen. So I did that next. Uh, that was the next part of my case, I guess. The case of the friggin' Cam Jansen. Now, I gotta tell you, this is the only one I read, and she didn't give me another one. So uh, I forgot to, like in the notes here, I didn't write down the title. But basically, Cam Jansen and Cam's, like, aunt or something and Cam's best friend are going to a concert where it's like a dinosaur cover band. People dress as dinosaurs, play music. That's Cam's favorite band. Forgot what they're called, like the prehistoric rockers or something. And they're in line for this concert. The thing is that uh, the aunt or the grandmother or the, the figure, the adult figure, she didn't buy tickets ahead of time. I don't know if whose fault that is, Cam's or hers, uh, but they need three tickets to show us a long line. Will it be sold out? Who knows? Uh, mystery number one. 
So they, that's the thing. They're like, well, this is like, uh, and, and then everybody's like, well, I can't wait to this concert. It's really exciting. Uh, then they see someone in line dressed in costume, like uh, like they're going trick-or-treating. Uh, but it's not Halloween, even though uh, the man's dressed in costume. They dress in costume all the time, like dinosaurs. That's their thing. I don't know if uh, assuming their songs are themed, uh, you know. Again, you know, I'm feeling all crustacean or side. Oh, I, I, you know, why is my tail so spiky? Spin my tray. Why do I, I, what am I doing? So this person's in line and they're kind of bugging people like they're trick or treating, but they're just doing the tricks. Everybody's waiting in line and they're saying, Hey, what are you doing with costume? The band's in a dinosaur costume. You're in an annoying Halloween costume. Quit bugging us. We're waiting in line. Uh, then Cam, so Cam says, huh, what's going on here? Now, Cam's other shtick is, uh, Cam takes a picture with Cam's brain. So anytime Cam, Cam's got a photographic memory, like a Cam, see camera. And so I don't know if Cam has to say click, but that's one of the shtick. Cam says click, and that locks it all in Cam's mind. So ordinary world, Cam's going to the concert. His aunt can't, like, uh, you know, still not conflict-free, just being Cam Jansen. Yeah, then the first thing happens, you got a strange person dressed in a Halloween costume. It ain't Halloween. Uh, then they uh, trick-treat like an old, older adult. Uh, and the older adult just says, no, no, I don't got any candy. In fact, I dislike Halloween so much I'm going to lie here. And take a sleep. Uh, and so then the uh, person in the costume disappears. Uh, and everyone says, oh, this poor uh, older person doesn't like Halloween. You know, get get him some candy corn stat. And the person says, no, 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 give me some candy canes stat so I can think about Christmas. Uh, but Cam, I don't know if Cam, Cam's not medically trained. So I think Cam and his aunt and his friends stay in line. Also, all the older older man's uh, things spill everywhere. Uh, but Cam also notices, was that person in a wig like uh, the, the older adult that doesn't like Halloween? Right when that happens, they say, hey, the box office for the tickets for the freaking dinosaur band, they're gone. All the money for the tickets is gone. And someone dressed in a Halloween costume took them and ran into the subway. And as Cam says, what in the name, what in the, not in the name of cameras, not on my watch. Uh, also, the older adult that dislikes Halloween, they say, what do you want us to do, take you to see Santa or the Easter Bunny or something? They say, no, the older adult says, don't worry about it, I'm fine now. And they say, they say no, no, you're not fine, you just lie down here. And they, aren't you waiting to get tickets to the concert? And they say, no, no, I'm just going to take the subway home. I don't need to see Santa or the Easter Bunny. And so then Cam decides to follow the uh, old, older adult. Uh, because I think they had a yellow shirt on. And then they follow the older adult. Or maybe they like, I don't know. But they followed, end up following them. I think they see them meet up with the person they suspect was in the Halloween costume. 
And then they see the older adult leave and go to a diner and go into the bathroom. So then they're like, we caught the person. Uh, they get, they're like, we got him cornered. So I think this is like, okay, we're on the case. We filed the clues, busted. It's this old man in a diner bathroom. Oh no, this says uh, searching. I don't know, but I, I can't remember. I think what happens is the diner bathroom's empty and there's just like some clothes there. But I thought they also ran away. Then they maybe they ran down the subway or something, and they then they thought they saw them again, and then they were they were like, no, 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 we don't wear we just wear yellow shirts. We don't have anything to do with the whatever Halloween costumes. And di- di- there's a dinosaur cover band. They cover dinosaurs. They cover. Uh, do they play Crocodile Rock? Is it, are they called Crocodile Rock? And they say, no, 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 because crocodiles are like a modern. And they say, are you sure crocodiles are modern? What about alligator rock? Do they play that? Because I remember when rock was young. And then they say, okay, so obviously you didn't do it. So so they get, they Cam says, well, we lost the case. So then they go back to the concert because they, they left their aunt and they're only kids. And their aunts, you know, said, what, what, what are you guys doing running away without me? Also, she made the mistake of getting out of line. So then they had to get back in line. They're like, we're never going to get into the concert. And then Cam says, I checked my brain, and there's some magazines. This So Cam's on Cam's instincts now, maybe. I don't know if this is heavenly intervention. No offense to Cam Jansen, but I don't know how this has to do with the private. I don't, because I don't have photographic memory, even up here. Uh, but Cam says, well, look at these magazines. They got the ad- address of uh, somebody. Let's just go there and uh, see if that's where the uh, Halloween costume and the older adults are. And then that's exactly what they do, as a matter of fact. And they go there with the authorities, and they, 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 they cry, then the case is closed because uh, they say, and, uh, you know, the person in the Halloween costume says, why'd you bring the magazines with our address on there? They said, well, older, because they were wearing a wig. They said, well, older adults like magazines. Let's say, why did a magazine? And they said, what, you, what kind of? And then the dinosaur band is so happy that they reward Cam and his aunt and his friend with, like, a set, you know, they get to go backstage and whatever, uh, have dinosaur ice cream and sing along. And the case is closed. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad, but, uh, I, I, I didn't, it didn't really help me either. Uh, but I, I don't know. That, that started me thinking, like, Cam has Cam's friend, Encyclopedia Brown, Sherlock and Watson, uh, Watson and Crick, uh, Oliver and Hardy, Scooby-Doo and Shaggy. I got nobody. I, and I, maybe, maybe that's why I couldn't figure out the missing buttons. So I asked my counselor if she would be my my sidekick, and she said no. And I asked her to be my partner, and she said, you mean a romantic, that's different, it's similar, but different. She said, and then I said, no, 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 you want to go on the case with me? And she said, no, thank you. Uh, so there's another thing, this is was, would be off the subject if I didn't tie it back together, but uh, I've got a niece... Uh, down back uh, away from the big farm 
Georgina, call her G. Like Golly G, she used to always say. And she's nine, and, like, I used to always just kind of, like, look through the clouds and check in on her. Like I said, I guess they're getting homesick up here. And so then I would go down there to check in her, because I had this, like, uh, I don't know, forlorn feeling. And part of it was uh, that I missed her, like, in a selfish way. And then part of it was that I wanted to keep an eye on her, you know. Uh, also she like, uh, she's so, she's so cute. She reluctant, it's reluctantly, but every night, you know, her folks, uh, she gets down and she says her little prayers, uh, and she says the things she's thankful for. And every night she would mention me, you know, touch me. It did touch me. And so I keep an eye on her and I noticed she was having trouble falling asleep. And I said, well, is that cause I'm here? And I said, am I going to get in trouble for this bank at the farm? Maybe this is just a dream anyway. It doesn't matter. And then I said to myself, well, it's if it's a dream. Uh, yeah, well, I said, well, then I could do whatever I want. Uh, and if I miss my niece, I should say hi to her. And that's when she started talking to me, actually. This was a while ago. I, I, I like, uh, it had taken me a while to record this, uh, but I just told her about these story ideas the last night. But she said, Uncle Simon, you, you keep coming and you never say hi. And then she told me at first, she was like, what is, you know, but she said the more and more. And I said, Woody, Woody can't sleep. So, so we talked about things, you know, things she's going through, kids stuff. Uh, now she's sleeping a lot better. And every night, we, sometimes we'll talk about music. I got to listen to this music she listens to to understand it. And most of the stuff she's going through, you know, it's, it's nine-year-old stuff. Ten, she's about to be ten. But it's none of your business. And probably, I'm just assuming this is, you know, I guess it's not a dream because I'm awake. Uh, but I don't know if I, but, but she started, I, I, she said, well, how are things with you? Once she, once we tell you, like, uh. We took turns, you know. She told me about her. Then she started sleeping good. And then she said, how are things with you, Uncle Simon? Do you have any friends up there at the big farm? And I we made a long sigh. And she said, you don't even have any friends up there, huh? And she said, why not? I said, well, you know, it's tough up there. They said, it's like a big farm. It's very spread out, uh, I got a counselor I meet with, uh, but they, uh, like, she works there, uh, I guess. She's laughing at me, much like the counselor. She said, boy, she goes, I'd be out there exploring. Do they have tricycles? Uh, I said, tricycles. Uh, we're both too big for tricycles. And she said, not up there, I imagine. She said, very, very, very big vocabulary, probably bigger than Camp Jansen's cam. But so, uh, gee, she says, uh, you know, she's pushing me. She says, why don't you, next time you come back and watch this, it will tell me it makes some friends. I think you, you know, she says, you need to make some friends up there. And she said, what's wrong, really? And I said, well, I've been sitting around mostly. I don't want, I don't want to look, I got a place, it's a nice place. Uh, and there's food and water and stuff, and... Uh, 
And they told her about it. Finally, she, she, this was last night she brought you. She said, well, what do you want to do with it? Well, you, you could do whatever you want, right? Uh, and you're not doing anything. She doesn't talk like that. That is my father, how he would do. You're not doing anything. Uh, but uh, she, she did sound like that. And I said, well, no, I'm not. But I'm going to start writing these mysteries, uh, like a P.I. And I told her a little bit about the button story. And she said, it sounds like you got some story problems. Have you used the uh, story, you know, Dan Harmon's story? And I said, I'm trying, I'm trying. But there's something missing. And she said, yeah. She goes, it sounds like experience, uh, Uncle Simon. And she goes, do you think it's all like we believe? Or is it all like uh, what other people believe too? And I said, sweetheart, you and I probably believe in, I I believe in a place where I'd be left alone. That's what I got, a place where I could be left alone. And she goes, you know, probably that's not, this, you know, this is deep stuff we're talking about. And I said, it's almost past your bedtime, so we got to get to a point over here. And she said, well, my point is you need to get out of your house, uh, like I was telling you about before. And she goes, excuse me, what if, uh. Uh, you find the mysteries and the mysteries find you. And she goes, I'd love to know. She goes, you just started, because she goes, you know, she was telling me to get out of the house and find some mysteries, basically, and then write about them. And then she's, she knows I'm stubborn. So she said, you look like you're going to be stubborn. I said, well, uh, yeah. I said, I think, and she goes, you can do it. I believe in you, Uncle Simon. I always have. That's why I say thank you every night. Uh, because I'm so thankful to have, you know, and then I said, oh boy, you're, hurt, you're hurting me. You make, you know, you're being so nice, it hurts. Uh, and we shared a tear or two, you know. But then she said, she said, you, you know, you could do it. And I said, I think I can. I said, but there's one thing, there's some other thing that's missing. And I said, you know, like I, I said, uh, I said, uh, uh, what about a, like a, like a partner in crime, like the bra- I could be the, bra- you could be the brains, I could be the brawn. And she said, what are you proposing? I said, well, what if I go look around, what if I look around for the mysteries and see if they find me or if I find them? And then I lay it out for you, G. And she said, oh, G, you know, they, they we're having a little joke about that. Uh, and she said, I think I'd like that. Uh, then we'd have a chance to see one another, and I could keep an eye on you. And I said, just let me tell you, are you my counselor? Like, is this some sort of, uh, and she said, I'm not your counselor, I'm your friend. And I'd like you to have some more up there, and I'd like you to have some adventures. And it sounds like a great adventure for us both. Uh, and I said, uh, you got yourself a de- deal, G. Uh, I said, you know, let me tuck you in. And the next time, you know, I see you, I'll tell you about them. And the next, uh, I said, you think there's other, like, big farms? Like, there's one big farm for you, and there's one big farm for me, and then there's one big farm for, you know, somebody that says, well, I, you know, I, I like my big farm out on, you know, Saturn's rings. And she laughed at that. And I said, I said okay, now you get in there and tuck yourself in. And, you know, get your pillow there, get your little stuffed uh, sheep under your arm, you know, snuggle your cheek in there. Yeah, let yourself, isn't that nice and snuggy and warm? 
And just like you believe in me, I believe in you. And you give me the courage to keep going and to keep trying. So I'll keep trying and you keep resting. And know your Uncle Simon. You know his name. You know I'm your Uncle Simon. I'll be out there. And you'll be there. Snug as, snug as a little glug glug in your Betty Pooh. So good night. Uh, good night, my dear, and I'll see you soon. And so that's the, so I guess that's how I'll end it for you, too. And then I'll be, hopefully, tomorrow I get on this case and I, I'll be back to you.